What up, what up? Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. It's Wednesday. I'm clearly living my best life today because I am paying off a bet to one of our very loyal listeners, Nick in Texas, a grainer by trade. And we bet that <laughs> <laughs> we bet a long time ago whether Cal would cover spread against Oregon. Spoiler, they did not. I am wearing a duck costume right now. If you want to see how ridiculous I look, you're welcome to join in. And YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Click on the live link, and that's where you'll see me in all of my glory. Yeah, it's tremendous. Uh, it looks so comfortable, though. I think you're starting to ease into this duck I costume. <laughs> I almost feel like I'm going to see this just on a random Thursday come in the office. There's Maggie at the water cooler in a duck costume. <laughs> yep. Well, here I am today, and uh, you're welcome to join in on the fun. 855-212-4CBS. We got to talk about Tom Brady because... I think that Tom is kind of like at a point where almost every option seems open to him and none at all. Do you get what I'm saying? Like every team you can squint and see it. Yeah. You know, he's Tom Brady. He's the greatest to do it. He's synonymous with winning. So if you're a team like the Raiders or San Francisco or Miami, if we don't know what's going to happen with Tua or you're even the Jets or you're Tampa or you're the Patriots, like, I could name any team, mm. and Tom Brady is going to be an asset. But in some ways, it's like there's no perfect place for him to go. Well, you're assuming San Francisco would be perfect, but they might not need him, right? That's why you that perfect from his angle or perfect from a marriage of the team and the quarterback. I guess I would kind of say both, right? Like what from him and the team, and it all makes sense because like yeah. every team would want him just to sell tickets. I'm sure, even if you're you know, whatever, even if you're not, even if you're the Houston Texans, you're not even close, you know, to winning a Super Bowl. But of course you take Tom Brady, but he wouldn't want that. So where's well, the marriage between what he wants and the, what the team wants? I mean, there's some pretty good marriages. Pretty. What's wrong with Miami? I think Miami, that's my number one. Oh, two is there. But <laughs> yes. No, I, I was actually just remembering. That's why it's not, not, you're right. It's not perfect. Tua had the best offense in the league, won first eight games. I mean, yeah. you could make a great argument for keeping Tua. Who knows what Tom Brady will be? Of course, Tua seems to fit in pretty seamlessly, but the guy had three concussions, two documented concussions, three we think we saw this season, and he's a guy who, because of his size, what would make you think that he's not going to have more concussions? I mean, I all, every I... time, every guy who steps on the field, you think it could suffer a concussion at any time. So it's like there's everything and nothing for him. It's it, it just San Francisco. I mean, the idea that Brock Purdy would be fighting with Tom Brady for a starting spot seems ludicrous, but if he takes him to the Super Bowl, hell, if he wins it, he's coming back. Yeah, and also there's Trey Lance there, who I, I think, think Trey a, Lance is a little bit more on the back burner. Well, I've seen numbers. There is no quarterback in recent NFL memory who's throwing to more open receivers than Brock Purdy. <laughs> yeah. uh, the system yeah. is everything there in San Francisco. And who knows? Kyle Shanahan had an effective Jimmy Garoppolo and pick Trey Lance. I wouldn't guarantee that Trey Lance is out of the picture. The other thing, too, is quarterbacks get hurt, especially in San Francisco. Well, that's what Trey Lance happened to him. Trey yeah. Lance has started four games and got hurt in two of them. I read a good point. People call Trey Lance a bust. He's played 15 quarters of NFL football. Who's calling him a bust? It's way People too People do. I've seen it everywhere. I mean, yes, maybe it was a mistaken pick, because it turns out you didn't need him. Yeah. But you're right. You can't call him a bust. He's barely played three games. So who knows? No, he's just a big a big question. He's it, very young too. I think incomplete. he's tw- I think he's twenty three. Yeah, 
Yeah, he barely played any college football. Yeah. Now he's barely played any NFL. I, I mean, the guy is like, uh, we, 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 he's an incomplete he's, right now. He's much, much younger than Stetson Bennett, for example. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All of us are. Yeah, everybody. Like, I'm Tom Brady's the only one who's older than Stetson Bennett. 855 cbs Let's not forget about that show debate. We Perloff and I have a show debate. Who's yeah, going wanna, to be drafted I, higher, I'm, Stetson Bennett or Max Duggan? And I feel pretty good about I'm backing out Stetson of that Bennett. I, yeah, but I'm not making takes because I'm now. You can't back out. I'm backing out. <laughs> I'm sitting here in a duck costume. No one's backing out of bets. I'm backing out. Let's go to Laura. She's in Arizona. Hi, Laura. How are you? You want to talk about Tom Brady? Yes, ma'am. How are you guys? We're doing great. Good, good, good. Yeah, I was trying to get in. I was trying to get through yesterday about where should Tom Brady go. I really think that he should really go on a spiritual journey, take care of himself, and then take care of his family and do what he needs to do for himself to make himself happy. I don't think that he should go back to football for a while. Maybe just kind of disappear and just make himself happy. That's what he really, really needs. It looks like he's very distraught, very disturbed on the field. He's not, he's not happy that, that I feel bad for him. And I'm not a Tom Brady person. Yeah. I'm a Cowboys fan, but that, that poor man needs to go on a spiritual journey. Wait, Laura, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Like people say spiritual journey and yeah. forgive me if this sounds like a dumb question. What does that look like? What do you act? If I, if I'm going on a spiritual journey, am I booking a ticket somewhere? Do I just do that yeah. in my house? What do I do to go on a spiritual get, journey? Get out, get out of the house, go to a different country. Yeah. Can I go, answer this, go. Laura? Go oh, I'm sorry. Three words. Eat, pray, love. Look it up, <laughs> read it, memorize it. Am I, I right, Laura? I saw the movie. Exactly. Yeah, just go. My ex-husband went to Thailand. He said that was the best thing he ever did. Yeah. Oh, that's the Cliff he, Kingsbury. <laughs> yeah. Is your ex-husband yeah. named Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. If so, no, no, no. Um, no, but I, I really do think that Tom Brady should should not go back to football for a while. Wait, are you talking about how every time there's an incompletion, he sort of acts like a petulant child and yells at somebody, maybe himself, that kind of thing on the field? Because at the end of the game, he ran off. He looked very poised. He kissed his parents. He kissed his sister. He looked under control there. But you're right, on the field, he acts out a lot. Is that what you're referring to, Laura? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I, I was was reading a, or we're listening to a, a, um, like a audio audio thing and it says the mountain is you it's a title the mountain is you and it's a really good inspirational spiritual book that i think everyone should listen to or read and it's it's a really cool thing to listen to and i think that the mountain is you meaning you know you're you're you have to take care of yourself and you have to go and spiritually and figure out what you need to do for yourself because the mountain is you. It's nobody else. You have to take care of yourself spiritually. Laura, um, I think we're just yeah. going to sit with that for a second. Well, yeah. thank you very much. Appreciate that. Tom Brady's I did in, read Eat, Pray, Love. I have not read it, actually. I just love saying it. <laughs> but Tom Brady's into all that stuff. He's already done all that stuff. If you watch Man in the Arena, that was basically a eight-hour self-help tape. He told the Chinese <laughs> farmer story, all these self-help stories. I think that he's. I think his spiritual journey, though, like leads him back to the football field. I think that's what keeps happening. Like, I think he is kind of in tune with who he is. And I, I think he's trying to do this on a 3d sort of level and everything in his instincts lead him back to football. And I don't know if that's, you know, sustainable. He did just, he didn't look good playing in that game against the Cowboys. Like we can blame it on the defense and they were bad, but he looked bad. Yeah. No, I, I don't know what happened in that game. It was a mess. But I do think that he is, I, I agree with what you said. I think he knows who he is. I don't think he's a, 
an unhappy person. I know being divorced must be really tough. Yeah, that's got to stink. But, you know, it's like he says, you never know where this is going to lead. I don't think, I wouldn't rule out the booth, by the way. I understand what you're saying. I, I agree if I had to bet, I think he plays again. Yeah. Which brings me to my next guy. Okay. I wouldn't rule out, 100% rule out the booth either for Sean Payton. Because these are not the best job openings in the history of the world. Say you can't hook up with Brady. Yeah. Do you really have to leave Fox to go to Carolina? I, I don't know. I think he will, but well, it's I don't get it exactly. You might get $100 million. It's not nothing. I mean, you That's can a get a ton of, of money. But the other part is, I wonder, are Brady and Peyton a package deal? Like, you you see some rumblings because of the stuff that came out about their intentions to go to the Dolphins together. Now you're wondering, is that still on the table? Are they still a package deal? Uh, well, I mean, they're not going to get the Dolphins. Like, where would it be? Well, Carolina, whoever's got an opening. Yeah, I mean, Carolina, Carolina, Carolina and Houston. Tom Brady's 46 years old. Is he really going to go to a team that won six or seven games last year? It just seems like a, a tough assignment. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Kevin is in Kansas. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you all doing? We're doing great. Fantastic. Hey, I got an idea where Brady should go. I mean, honestly, this looks, seems like it's been his worst season. If it's not, it doesn't seem far from his worst. I think he needs to go get right in his head. Just He's got enough money. Go charter a boat, take off out in the ocean, and go fishing for some time. <laughs> he needs a little me go time. Play, that's right. Go yeah. play some golf or whatever it is he does, you know, if he has any off time. We all know football takes up so much time. Yeah. Can I tell you, Kevin, so I, I, I see where you and Laura are going. You're picking up on something with Brady. You're, you're reading something with him that seems like he's really lost and, and needs like some centering and balance. I think that going out, chartering a boat and going fishing or going a one-way ticket to Thailand or whatever, I think that idea scares the ever-living daylights out of him. He talks about how he's scared of retiring because yeah. he doesn't know. I, I don't think he wants to... I don't think he wants to go on that journey right now. I think he wants to be playing football. It's what he's good at. It's a distraction. It's, you know, everything he's ever known. Except they retired last year. For 40 days, I mean. For 40 days. Uh, I think there's one trip that he needs to take. I think we all know where <laughs> yeah. it's headed. Yeah. And it's in T form, and <laughs> yeah. it's called Ayahuasca. I told you it was going to catch up. I on. think our callers are basically saying he needs to get with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. He needs to... Do ayahuasca, throw up in a bucket, and figure out who he really is. Do you think it's helped Rogers figure out who yeah, he is? Yeah, good point. Well, you know, he did Are do... the drugs working? He said he did ayahuasca the last offseason, too, and won the MVP. So, one MVP per ayahuasca. <laughs> I don't know. It's the ratio. Yeah, I... I, this is so interesting that people are worried about the mental state of Tom Brady. The one person in this country I probably would not be worried about, <laughs> worry about is Tom Brady. Out of everybody, I think he's going. I think he's going to be okay. But it's interesting that, uh, that other people are picking up on oh, he's a, that he's stressed out. You can't miss it on the football field. There's he always acts like that. But it's got, well, maybe because there were so many incompletions on <laughs> on, on Monday night, thirty incompletions or something. They were ridiculous. So, and I didn't know was he yelling at Mike Evans? Was he yelling at himself? Was he yelling at his lineman? He was yelling. He, I know, he famously yells. He yeah. famously destroys tablets. It was constant on Monday night. The end zone interception. He blamed himself. I mean, he like hit the side of his helmet. You right. Know? There was many, many plays where he threw the ball in the dirt eight yards in front of Kate Otten that he yeah. would yell at. And I got the sense he might be yelling at the receiver for going to the wrong place. Well, I thought Buck and Aikman were astute. Maybe it was Aikman who said, 
how is he not on the same page with Mike Evans? This is what you and I have been talking yeah. about all season. It's not you won a Super Bowl together. It's not like you met last week. I know. How does chemistry disappear? I, I have no idea. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. Maybe coaching, maybe Bruce Arians. That's one common listen, factor that is not there now. Listen, I, I appreciate that Todd Bowles or that uh Bruce Arians wanted to have his hand picked successor in Todd Bowles. And you could say, listen, coaching for the Jets. No one's best foot forward is getting put, you know, at the Jets. Like that—that's tough resume tape for any head coach because they cycle through them like tissues. But Bowles isn't good. He's wow. a great defensive coordinator, but he has not acquitted himself well as a head coach. Who's his quarterback next year? No one's talking about that. Jimmy G. I don't think anyone cares now that Brady's gone. Yeah, I, but they do need a quarterback. I no, don't think they're they in do. a position to draft one. Yeah, would that be funny if Jimmy G went there and won? Oh, I would <laughs> love that. That'd be so funny. <laughs> Uh, Mike in California, one of our good listeners, yeah. great guy, uh, just put in the chat, hey, it's Mike in California here. I was just able to get on YouTube. Has Perloff said, Maggie, your outfit is quacking me up yet or any other bad dad jokes? Oh, I've already said dozens of Mike. them. Mike. <laughs> I had a really bad one. Let's hear it. Yeah, so Maggie went out and got some coffee before, and I was like, I've heard of dark roast, but not duck roast. Oh, that's... I didn't say anything. Oh, 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 I was like, I'm going back in the studio. That's that's pretty bad. I, I kind of felt my stomach turn over when you said that, <laughs> and I like that joke, but it was pretty good. But so, so she was getting coffee. No, I understand. Oh, we got it. Dark roast. Yeah. Dark and, and duck, though. Duck. So there's a yeah, but dark, are dark it? and duck close enough to make that work? No. <laughs> Which is why the joke didn't work. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Uh, Tony telling me sexy beak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Isn't that a movie? Sexy beak. <laughs> it sounds like a band you would have liked in no, the nineties. I, I was talking about sexy beast. Forget it. Oh. Ben Kingsley. Oh. Wrong crowd for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see it. <laughs> oh, you guys, has anyone seen sexy beast? It's one of the great movies. I haven't, I haven't wow. but I don't know. Was that worse than my duck roast? No. I think Ben Kingsley got nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Perloff. He just immediately, you didn't even consider it. Perloff no. was so mad at me yesterday. Real, uh, real movie, life mad. As a show, we are not on the same movie pages. It's just fact. Oh, what about that? We can say, well, Ryan Leaf is coming up. And I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. But there was a gigantic Twitter debate that raged last night. Oh, about the Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio thing. Yeah. But you were real mad, not not show fun. Oh, like you know, we're we're arguing about Dak Prescott. Mad. You were really legit upset that I had never seen Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. You were even more upset that I referred to it as Starsky and Hutch the first time. And I, I was like, yeah, sorry, I've never seen Starsky and Hutch. And you go, that's a TV show. I go, oh, I'm sorry, I meant Butch Cassidy. Yeah, and but the there Sundance. was a movie. No, that's a yeah, great which movie. is really funny. Oh, that movie rocks with uh, Ben Stiller. It's Do awesome. it. Well, okay, Do so it. I panicked. I I don't want to work with somebody who's never seen any of the classic movies. Then we went down the AFI top hundred list, and Maggie's seen seventeen out of the first twenty. Yeah, I'm good. I just You're have good. never seen Butch, Butch Cassidy. But well, you've never seen, and you've clearly never seen Cool Hand Luke. I haven't seen Cool Hand Luke. It's those two, but I've seen I've seen Chinatown. Hyde. I've seen On the Waterfront. I've seen. Uh, I keep calling it Rosebud. Citizens yeah. Kane. That I've, made me nervous too. I've so seen Casablanca. Sex- I've seen them all. I just have not seen Butch Cassidy. I haven't seen Citizen Kane yet. Like that's number one on all the lists, and I haven't seen it. I mean, you got to do it just to do it. I feel like a you know spoiler. I already know the important thing. By the way, Ben Kingsley nominated for an Oscar for Sexy Beast in two thousand. Um, great. It's a legit <laughs> movie. It's a really good. It's not. Some sort of I know, but ben, X-rated movie. I it's a really, really ben good. Kingsley, I feel like I remember the movie poster being like a guy like sitting in a 
pool. pool, but the pool was yeah. a martini glass or something. Yeah, wait till you watch the movie. Ben Kingsley, he, you know, he's an amazing actor. Yeah. I think he had actually killed about six people to get into the zone to play this person. <laughs> Unbelievably scary. Well, you're like, Ben Kingsley was nominated for an Oscar for this. I feel like he's nominated for an Oscar in everything he's right. in. I just want to point out, it's not an adult movie called Sexy Beast. Oh, yeah, no. it's. <laughs> How did we get to, oh, Sexy Beak. <laughs> yeah. There's That's also right. a movie, there's no movie called Sexy Beak. <laughs> Thank God. And I'm not about to star in one. And also, if we're playing off the word duck, we're definitely getting into yeah, an uncomfortable category. <laughs> so maybe we should break. We'll get calls from the affiliates. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. See you guys on the phones. Oh, our buddy Ryan Leaf. He's going to join us next. We're going to talk about not only the future for Justin Herbert, who the Chargers have fired their offensive coordinator, but get his thoughts on Dak how he can replicate his performance against Tampa, against San Francisco, which is going to be much more difficult. And, of course, the Josh Allen-Joe Burrow showdown that happens this weekend. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff right after this. We're back on Maggie and Perloff. Unfortunately, our next guest is coming on the phone and can't see my co-host dressed up like a duck. But she foolishly <laughs> bet on the Cal Bears against the Oregon Ducks, against yep. our listener Nick in Texas. Now she's paying the price. <laughs> now, I'm curious, our, our, of course, our following guest, Ryan Leaf, host of the Straight Line, Points Bet USA, probably could have advised you on not making that bet. Nobody knows the Pac-12 better. <laughs> I know. Ryan, I thought just, maybe they'd cover 17 yeah. points. Yeah. Now, Ryan, just so you know, Maggie's wearing a duck costume. It is a cougar, a former Washington <laughs> State star. Do you have a problem with this? <laughs> Um, I, I don't because my brother was a duck, right? My little brother played for the for the ducks, so I'm 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 okay with it. Uh, foolish decision on your part. I know you got all caught up in like being a part of something and everything like that, so you had to go with Cal. But you know, you yeah. know, you'll learn. You'll learn from these little mistakes, Maggie. You, you, you know, you're, you're getting older. You're getting older. You get more mature. You'll understand. Yeah, Ryan, you know, I don't look older nor more mature. If you could see me right now, I look like a moron. I you saw the picture. Yeah, I saw the picture. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and you do have an idea. So it was Amy Trask, Ryan, who yeah. really sold Maggie. Yeah. And you know, Amy is an incredible salesperson. Are you going to try and sell her on Washington State next year? I'm what picking do you think a new team now every season. Um, you know, I think it would be really fun to you for you to experience the, the highs and lows of being a Washington State fan. Um, uh, you know, they, <laughs> they, they, win, they win the games they're supposed to, and then the games that they're not supposed to win, they usually, you know, break your heart. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it, how it plays out. They got a, they got a pretty, pretty difficult conference to, to participate in uh, next that's, year. That's, that's true. true. All right, Ryan, I want to talk about another one of your former teams. Uh, the formerly San Diego Chargers, the L.A. Chargers. Now, I know you're close to Justin Herbert. Where do you put most of the blame for their wild card exit? Oh, you know, I think a, I think a blame can go all over, and I think it should. It's a team game. You can't throw it at the feet of just one person. Um, I, I think that, you know, Brandon Staley is going to take the brunt of it because he's the head coach as well as Justin Herbert because they're the quarterbacks, and, and as coaches and quarterbacks, you get the the brunt of the the blame as well as all the accolades when it really has nothing to do with it, it completely doing with you and all those athletes. You learn that quite early when you're a quarterback, right? Coach Price taught me that at Washington State. We, we get all the credit and all the blame. It's just the way it goes. And so that's understandable. I mean, some of the decision-making by Brandon Staley over the last two years has been, uh, shall we say, less than, uh, than optimal. And it's cost him. It's cost him pretty heavily. And 
But we can't forget that this team made it to the playoffs with a bunch of injuries, with their starting quarterback banged up with ribs for, for much of the season. Um, so you, you got to give them credit where credit's due. Uh, but I think you're, you got a quarterback in his prime, a guy who is absolutely, uh, really good at what he does. And, and you can't limit him in a big game like the playoffs. You can't, um, remove his top receiver that goes down the field and stretches the field like Mike Williams by playing him in a meaningless game, those types of situations. So unfortunately it's going to lay at the feet of both coach Staley as well as Justin Herbert for that loss the other night. To be honest, Ryan, I'm surprised that Staley still has the job. I know they fired the offensive coordinator, but I was right with you about the week 18 decision with Williams and to play Bosa for that matter, even though I know Bosa played in the playoff game, but between that, like you got the Ferrari with Herbert, you can't waste any more time. No, you can't. But it might have been a might have been better that he that that, that Bosa got hurt in that game and couldn't play in the in the Jacksonville matchup because <laughs> yeah, it's some of re- his decisions. You know, he, he he really he really cost him. Uh, you know, it was you just never know who's going to get hurt, but you never think you're going to get hurt when you go out and play either as a player. So it, it's it's tough to go by that. In yeah, hindsight, you look you look like you know what a buffoon. What were you doing? So and I was with you. You know, I thought if they lost that game, uh, there was a chance that you know. Uh, he got fired on the tarmac type of mentality, you know. But but it hasn't happened. Also, I think that you know the the Spanos family and the and the Los Angeles Chargers are a bit cash strapped, right? They they wouldn't have been in the mix for Sean Payton because they couldn't afford it. So what we have here is a guy that that the players like. Uh, he calls an unbelievable defense. Now it's important that we get a, an offensive coordinator in here that that really can kind of take the reins of something. So. Uh, there's six positions out there of offensive coordinators around the NFL that are open and available, uh, you know, and I would be, I would search high and low and, and cast a, a large net to try to find a guy that fits with Justin Herbert and what they want to do offensively, because what he looked like this year in comparison to what he looked like in year two uh, can't happen. You, you just can't uh, have that type of drop off in terms of explosive plays down the field. And that's why Joe Lombardi is no longer there. Talking to Ryan Leaf, uh, of course, former Charger quarterback, former number two in the Heisman race out of Washington State. I feel like there's a Pac-12 vibe going here today on the show. Uh, we're talking about quarterbacks and pressure all show. Dak Prescott, I believe he's proven himself as an NFL quarterback, but Maggie and a lot of callers are saying, really, do you trust him in a big spot? Where do you weigh in on the Cowboys quarterback? Well, I don't think there was a bigger spot than there was on Monday night. People talking about it was against Tampa. That was a big, huge spot. Yeah. Everybody was looking for him to fail, right? So I, I don't want to minimize at all that that wasn't a huge situation. Mm-hmm. You know, he, if he went out and laid an egg like he did against Washington the week before, right? I mean, then people, are saying, people would have been saying, like, in the biggest moment of his career to this point was to, you know, he, he couldn't get it done. Well, he went out and got it done and then some. Now – you, you move on to the divisional round, right? This gets you to the, the NFC championship conversation. You got to go on the road and you got to have the same type of performance. Now that doesn't mean you're still going to win, right? Because it's a team effort. And I don't know who can stop the San Francisco offense, to be honest with you. Uh, they're just too diverse, too multiple. Uh, and, and Brock Purdy has played just too, too well. Uh, there has to be a point where he has a, a rookie moment, right? That's what we kept saying. And maybe, maybe he doesn't, maybe he just doesn't have a rookie moment. And uh, they just continue to win. But this is the moment for, for Dak Prescott. There's going to be a ton of pressure, and, and you can't walk away from this game. If he goes out and plays a, a great football game and they still lose, he's going to get a ton of the blame just because he's the quarterback. 
And you just, you know, you, you got to roll with the punches there. He's proven himself. He, he's proven himself to me time and time again. I think this really ultimately comes down to Kellen Moore and, and putting him in this offense in a really good position against a very good defense this week. I think this game's more about Kellen Moore and his legacy than it necessarily is about Dak. Yeah, he called a really good game on Monday. I mean, they got everything they wanted to, and it made it look very, very easy. Obviously, the San Francisco defense is a major step up in weight class, though. Ryan Leaf is our guest. He's the host of the Straight Line podcast on PointsBet USA. All right, Ryan, you know that I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm uh, how would you describe me? Uh, she is a nervous Buffalo yeah, Bills fan. Yeah, nervous is a good way to put it. So, you know, I, I have a reason to be nervous because I've been a fan of them my whole life. But I'm concerned about the Josh Allen-Joe Burrow matchup here because we know that Burrow is probably going to have more poise than Allen will. But Allen, I think, has more arm talent than Joe Burrow does. Where do you see this matchup falling? Uh, this is the best game of the weekend. I mean, we, we we've been... You know, we were we were supposed to get this on Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago, but of course the Demar Hamlin injury uh, caused that game to be postponed. So, you know, we we should have a better idea. I, I do think uh, that Cincinnati would have won that game ultimately, um, and, and pushed them to a you know they they would be hosting this weekend's game against Buffalo rather than going to Orchard Park, which plays a huge factor in this. That place is going to be rocking. Uh, I, I I'm suspecting and I'm assuming that. DeMar Hamlin's going to be there on game day, really kind of, you know, bring the emotionality to a new level. My fear for the Buffalo Bills, and I thought I might have saw it happen in that game against Miami, there, there has to be a point with all the emotion, all the ups and downs that they, they just slam into a wall yeah. at some point. But Josh Allen's really, when those moments have happened, it feels like Josh Allen's really kind of carried this team on his back. So if he continues to do that, you know, when, when teams are getting tight, when the games are getting tight, and then he just distanced himself with, with a, you know, a touchdown here or a touchdown there, uh, that may make the difference. I don't know. Cincinnati was my pick uh, about four weeks ago to get to the AFC Championship. Um, uh, I, I don't think I'm going to walk away from that. You know, you know, you know sorry, to, sorry to tell you that. I, just, I think Joe Burrow is – the only worry I have is that the offensive line is so depleted, injuries that have happened over the last three weeks, that they won't be able to protect not having Von Miller is a huge factor in all that. Not being on, so Ed Oliver, uh, Rousseau, those guys are going to have to step up, and maybe they'll have to do some things with Milano, Edmonds, kind of bring them off the edges in the perimeter uh, to make some plays. All right, we're talking to Ryan Leaf, host of the Straight Line on Points Bet USA. You wear so many hats, Ryan, and I often tell people to check out your podcast, Bust, uh, which. In part, you tell the story of your NFL career. It's unbelievably fascinating. I love it. And I've known you for years, and I still learned a ton in it. Now, I'm curious. Uh, you also are going to talk to people and talk to other people who are called, quote-unquote, busts. There's a bust that I'm really interested in right now. and I don't, Maybe it's way too early. But I'm here in New York, and I feel like Jets quarterback Zach Wilson finds a way to say the wrong thing every time. If you're going to talk to Zach Wilson, who's coming off his second year, and I don't know, maybe you have. What kind of advice would you give him? Well, you know, I'd kind of, right now, I just tell him to shut up. You know, <laughs> uh, you know just, you know, no one cares what you have to say anymore right now. This is about action. Now, you can, you can talk a good game. You can, you can say the, the, the right thing, wrong thing, whatever. And if, if you're not out there doing the work uh, and improving, it, it doesn't matter. So, uh, I heard Robert Sala, you know, a couple of weeks ago talk about he needs to get it, you know, you know, Zach needs to get away. He needs to go on vacation and sit on a beach. And I thought that was absolutely the wrong advice to give a guy. 
this guy needs to be in the film room. This guy needs to be with his new offensive coordinator. This guy needs to be all about football. Eat, sleep, drink, football. Right? Doesn't not, doesn't doesn't need to be hanging out with with older women. You know, <laughs> and stuff like that. That's, he doesn't need to be doing any of that stuff. Right? You just need to be focusing on football because guess what? If if it most likely sounds like they're going to go after a veteran quarterback, and I would suspect that no, he's not going to be able to beat out the veteran quarterback. And then he'll just be this backup quarterback. I don't think they'll keep him as a backup quarterback. I think they will probably look to to cut him at that point if he doesn't win the job. So this is this is life or death for him in terms of an NFL career. Um, because unfortunately, when you're a high draft pick, you don't have the luxury of just kind of, you know, going somewhere and being a backup for the rest of your career. It, it doesn't play out that way. Uh, some guys have been able to do it all right. You know, you, you watched Rick Rick Meyer do it. Um, for most of his career, you know, being the number two overall pick behind Drew Bledsoe way back in 1993 and things like that. But it's rare. Usually, you know, when you have that much, that much expectation on you, you don't really bounce around from team to team. You either make it where you're at and maybe get one more opportunity, and if it doesn't work, you're out of the league. That's just the way it, it, way it works, unfortunately. And right. So, yeah. When you were that age, Ryan, when you were coming off as your second or third year, do you remember saying things at the press – either took the wrong way or you said the wrong thing and be, blew up and became a thing? Oh, of course, right? I was so stupid, right? I was so immature. I was so, like, delusional, thinking, like, I was the most important person in all of this when, you know, I, I certainly wasn't, right? Some of the things I would say, I just, I look back on it and I hear some of the things and I see some of the interviews and stuff like that, and I just cringe because I'm like, who, who is that dude, right? <laughs> Can I put can I put my forty six year old mind in that year old <laughs> body? Please, please, somebody, somebody, do something. And what's odd about all this is like, you know, I heard Kurt, I hear Kurt Warner talk about it all the time around the the playing aspect. He was such a great player, and he understands the game so much. And he's offered his services to a bunch of offensive coordinators and quarterbacks throughout the league every single year, and, and no one takes him up on it. I just don't get it. And so I do the same thing. I'm like, hey, I don't want anybody to have the biggest bust um, you know, title. I, I want you to be successful. I know the path, right? It's just like in my recovery, people who have what I want, I go and ask them how they, how they did it. And that's my best piece of advice that I give guys when they come to the NFL, regardless of whether you're the starting quarterback or not. Go find a guy in that locker room that's played eight to ten years in the league, right? Ask them how he did it and then follow his advice verbatim. That's how you stay in this league, and that's how you're successful. And so, you know, that I, you're not the smartest guy in the room. It, it's not weakness to show vulnerability and ask for help, right? Things have not gone well for you in New York, Zach, at all, right? Every way you've gone, it's been a bad deal. Go ask somebody how to get some help there, right? It's okay to do that. It's not weakness. It's strength, actually. And so we'll see what he does. You know, I live in – I pretty much live in New York now, you know? I spent more time talking with Mike White over the last two years than I have with, mm. with Zach Wilson. So um, it just goes to show you, you know, um, what people are open to listening to or, or they're not. Yeah, Ryan, I'm with you in every step of the way, except I thought you were a little judgmental on dating older women. I don't know if I disagree. <laughs> we I heard agree. it in your voice. Was, I, a little. I don't think he was I don't think he was dating older women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean he, you said he needs wisdom, Ryan. And that's a way to get wisdom. <laughs> no comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan, Ryan, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Next time in person, bud. Good my, to talk my, to you. My wife is like my wife is like, you know, ten years younger than me. So like I'm I'm robbing the cradle in comparison. <laughs> you know, I'm, 
I'm all right. I'm all right with that. Well, you do. You definitely have that department figured out, buddy. <laughs> all right. Talk Thanks, to you soon, Ryan. We'll see you in Phoenix. We hope Thanks, so. Guys. Okay. Ryan Leaf. Of course, he's the host of Straight Line Podcast on Points Bet USA. That was funny. A little judgmental in the voice. Just little, a little, little judgmental. It does I mean, not he, seem like a lot of dating was going on. I mean, you don't have to be celibate to be a great quarterback. Tom Brady left Bridget Moynihan for Giselle, I, <laughs> and he went on to win a bunch of Super Bowls. I don't know if I agree with this. <laughs> Everything else I totally agree with. 855-212-4227. Um, man, Ryan's got wisdom. He just has a way of saying it, too. It just all makes sense. Uh, we see you guys on the phones. and can get to your calls about Tom Brady in just a moment. And the latest in the coaching carousel. Kind of felt bad that, you know, Ryan Leaf joined us in the last segment. And he was like giving all this great wisdom and advice and everything. <laughs> and I'm sitting here in a duck costume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taking it all in. <laughs> paying off my bet today to Nick in Texas. Uh, let's get to the phones. 855-212-4227. Chris is in Texas. Has a thought on my outfit today. What's up, Chris? How are you? Chris, you there, bud? Oh, got to put you uh, back on hold. Let's go to Dominic, who's in San Francisco. Hey, Dom, what's up? Hi, how are you? Thanks for taking my call. A really great show today. Thank you. Yeah. Coach, yeah, uh, Sean Payton's probably biting his lower lip that they didn't can Staley. I think he was ready to pull the trigger there. You know, I think you're right, but he probably knows just like what Ryan Leaf was talking about with us is that the ownership group, not just about paying Sean Payton, but also having to trade for him, like it's a lot to uh, invest. Also to build a winner there which, and yeah. an even roster, that's not going to happen. Which opens up the Raiders firing Josh McDaniel. Sean Payton goes there with Brady. Interesting. So fire Josh McDaniels after no. one season. Fire him. But they're buddies. <laughs> Brady and can't get his guy he's fired. No, he's NG. No good. Fire <laughs> him. Fire Sean Payton. Brady goes there. They draft a quarterback, and that's going to be fine with Brady because he knows he's not going to be there another 10 to 12 years. No, but hes I think he's still tight with Josh McDaniels. I don't think Tom Brady would let that happen. Yeah, I'm not sure how close McDaniels and Brady are. Obviously, he was his offense coordinator for a long time. Dom, thanks for the call. But if I'm Brady and I'm going to the Raiders, you can't use that first pick on a quarterback. I'm here now. You've got to use that pick on an offensive lineman. You've got to use that pick on an edge rusher. You've got to pick use that pick on someone who's going to help us win right now while he's there. Yeah, I mean, you know how I feel. Generally, rookies may or may not help you. Well, I, it helped him. Tristan Wirfs, Tristan the offensive Wirfs was, lineman, yeah. helped him win a Super Tristan Bowl in Tampa. Tristan is amazing, but that is not generally how, how it happens. There's not a lot of... Huge rookie contributors. On Michael Super Parsons was great in his first year. Helped Dallas a lot. You get someone like that on the defensive side, like you oh, can't mess around. Oh yeah, no, no, you're right. If if you can draft one of the five greatest defensive players at number twelve overall, you might as well do that. You're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but come on, Maggie. Most, you know, fifty five percent of first rounders are busts anyway, and. I'd say 90% of them don't reach any really productive okay, level until later on in their career. But you agree with me. If Tom, if in the scenario, if Tom Brady went to Las Vegas, sorry, Stu, what, what pick do the Raiders have? Seven? Thank you. If Tom Brady goes to Vegas, they cannot use the seventh overall pick on a quarterback. I don't if he's know. He's there. He's, he's you can't do that. He's definitely not going to want to break in a young receiver. That's for sure. He's, the receivers they have. He doesn't need receivers. He needs yeah. offensive linemen and, and, and they even need pass so, rushers and I don't corners. know if he wants What rookie? if he gets Sauce Gardner? Yeah, I mean, yes. What if you get uh, Garyon Conley, who the Raiders had? 
honestly, he's not. He, I don't think he's going to want young players around him. I think he wants a veteran team. Obviously, he's got no future there. Well, I mean, he's, I mean, who knows? It's Tom. He'd rather they trade that pick for a veteran. I'm sure because we're, quarterbacks do not love having. Rookies I know, around. but then you're getting into bad roster management and bad. Yeah. Right, but you want Tom, so you got to like pick and choose. You got to say like Tom, we love you, but we're going to use that seventh overall pick and we're going to pick a player. You know, we can't just keep getting veterans. Veterans. Scott is in California. Hi, Scott. What's up? Hey, guys. Um, first of all, I just want to thank you for taking all my. Oh, by the way, that interview with Ryan Leaf was incredible. Uh, what a great story. I, when I hear his name, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I kind of know a little, little bit of the story, but I think of Todd Marinovich. And but he's um, what he's doing now just sounds awesome. But yeah. anyway, um, I'm the Viking guy that's giving you guys a hard time all year. I want to thank you for that. Pearl, <laughs> Listen, Scott, we didn't like being right about it. You know, we didn't want to be right. I know, but <laughs> I, I, I simulated this. I'm the big brother. The Vikings are my little brother, and I hear they're getting bullied on the way to school. So I had to follow him one day and to see who was saying what. And uh, he might not be the smartest guy, the biggest guy, the fastest guy, but uh, maybe he'll be a musician or an artist. <laughs> I, Got it. I, I knew I knew we were never going to get. I thought we could beat the Giants. I really did. But I knew after that, I, I didn't want to see the Niners. Or, or, or you know, we we don't have false aspirations. But uh, you guys were great with me. Uh, Maggie, is that a? That, I can't see you guys. You're going to force me to start watching you on YouTube. So yeah, baby. Kind of cool. Come on over. Yeah, but I hope that is a Buffalo Bill. It's <laughs> very cute. It's uh, I wish too. Should I wear my Bill stuff this week? Got I got some new new Bill swag. Sure. I forgot to tell you guys. Did some late night ordering one night on Instagram <laughs> after like two <laughs> glasses of wine. I was like, we're all getting new Bill stuff. Um, yeah, this is not a this is not a Buffalo Bill. It's a Duck Bill. And spectacular. It's it's now gonna live in our office for anyone else who wants to wear it. <laughs> Wait, in the office, or are we gonna hang this in the studio somewhere? Oh, should I hang it in the studio? It's it's gonna oh, that's feel a great like idea. Yeah, <laughs> really? I think so. You want to just hang this up like it's just, just hang it up, and then like whoever just feels the urge one day can just throw it on on a random Tuesday. For Why no would reason. someone feel the urge to throw on a duck <laughs> costume? You no, know, once in a while I wake up and I just feel like a duck. I'm a little worried about you now. I'm also a little worried <laughs> that we share this studio with a lot of people. Mm. I'm worried who could be like, hey. Sean Marash in a duck costume is definitely going to happen. <laughs> that but I would endorse. If Marash puts on that costume, no one else is putting it on afterwards. So we all know why. <laughs> yeah, because if he it's starts laughing. Large because, I mean, at least it'll only tear halfway. No, that's not why. Because if he starts laughing you're not sure what bodily fluid is going to come out of whatever end so no um what did we else did we want to get to we had to make Uh, sure we got to something sean payton news sean payton let's hit it what the is sean payton up to today perloff you have an update yeah, I, you know I don't love this open because I feel like aaron Rodgers owns it for us but no so driving the joke into the ground that's the point yeah, 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 yeah. But Sean Payton is, first of all, he's going to be hired by Wednesday. So that's luckily for <laughs> me, it won't last. Sean Payton Broncos interview lasted several hours yesterday, according to Peter Schrager in LA, including multiple members of the Broncos ownership group. Now he's traveling to New York to meet the Panthers. According to Washington Post, Mark Maskey, the Broncos are in strong position to hire Sean Payton with the one caveat David Tepper said he would give Sean Payton anything he wanted to take the job. Oh my goodness! Is but that it feels real? like it's feels like it's the Broncos. 
Right, because... Anything he wanted. So he'd be like, I want $200 million to say something dumb, and he'll say yes. Yep. But then again, how are you going to outbid the Waltons? Yeah, but how ridiculous is this going to get? I think I think it comes down to these two teams, obviously. And it, it seems like Denver is the strongest. Spot. Yeah, but if it's a blank check, David Tepper, and you say something like, I want Alex Rodriguez's contract. I mean, how, how high is this going to go? But uh, Maskey did point out it's not clear if uh, Sean Payne has any interest in Carolina. He might if there's an owner giving you a blank check. I mean, look at all the money that he gave to Matt Rule. I just, I, I'm just not sure that he's going to outbid Denver. Yeah, but you know what? Denver might say, hey, we feel like, you know, they. who knows? Maybe they have another iron on the fire. Maybe they've got someone else. I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I think Denver is the, the richest owner in the history of North American pro sports. Yeah, so no, the, it feels weird that Walmart's they would be. Walmart's got a lot of money. It feels weird they'd be outbid. Yeah, man. Also, I mean, too, I, I think Denver, I know they're in the AFC West. That's the only downside. I just feel like there's more positive things there. Listen, if you expect a bounce-back season from Russ, maybe he doesn't look like like he did in the heyday of the Legion of Boom, but maybe he looks better than he did last year. Your defense is good. You always mention about Williams, the run game, if they can stay healthy. I, I guess here's the thing. Maybe it's a good idea. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Maybe it's a good idea if your coach has a bigger and longer contract than your quarterback. Because... When I used to talk to Bart Scott about this when we hosted a show together, he would say contracts really mattered in terms of the hierarchy of the locker room. And if the coach is on a one-year deal and the quarterback is on a six-year deal, yeah. then you know who has the power. And maybe that's an equalizer. I don't know. What is that? So you're saying it's bad because Russ has a long-term deal? That's what I'm saying. Is yeah. it, does it yeah, come but, longer, I mean, bigger than Russ? Yeah, but Sean Payton will get a huge deal, too. Carolina has that's had a winning saying. season in a long time, and they don't have a quarterback. Thank you to Mike Samter, Stu Kovacs. Thank you to Ryan Leaf. Thank you to everyone on the phones and in the chat. You guys are fantastic. Um, I will be back tomorrow, not in a duck costume.